This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. gorgeous people it is your main bitch lala kent how is everybody jess you good hi everyone it's me jess once again i'm good how are you i feel kind of awesome do you i mean in this exact moment right okay because i love doing the podcast oh yeah Christmas is in three days how are you feeling about that how are you feeling about this past week give me all of it I'm feeling so excited about Christmas. My little brother's coming into town. Mm. My older brother and his wife and my niece and nephew. It's just going to be, you know, back to the roots, back to how I am used to celebrating Christmas. Yes. You know? That's so exciting. Also, something very exciting was just announced a couple days ago. How do you feel about that? So for those of you living under a rock, (laughs) just kidding. Welcome to the Give Them Lala squad. If you are are not a part of it, then maybe you don't know about this. We are going on tour. I'm going on tour. Woo! The Give Them Lala brand new tour. Yes. I know. It's going to be very exciting. It was pushed off a couple of times due to COVID, pushed off again due to personal reasons, and now we're back. It's happening. I'm doing it solo. I'm going to have incredible guests come the format is going to be a little bit different mm-hmm. um you know i love the word inspired mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? yeah it's like i love that word i want people to come and i want us to have a great time girls night out of course bring bring your boo bring your your dudes your husbands mm-hmm. everyone is welcome but i think at this point in my life you know we really need to talk about The female empowerment. I want to bring women on stage who have incredible stories and how they bounced back from everything from betrayal to maybe financial woes that they they weren't expecting. Just something to make all of us feel less alone. Now, with that being said, let's not get it twisted. (laughs) I may be sober, but most, I'm assuming, of the people coming to the show are not. So I want everyone to catch a good buzz. Yeah. I want to do some games. I want to get to know my, I hate calling them this, my fans, my people. Yeah, your my people. My people, my rider dies. The way that Lala's been talking about how much she just wants to like interact with her people, the listeners, is so exciting. Because I just think back to like, I haven't gone to a show since before COVID. 
I haven't gone to yeah. anyone. And I think back of like going to shows and that was what pulled me to a show where I was like, oh, this person's going to interact. This is, I mean, I love sitting and watching people do their thing, but then when it's interacting with me, right. whole other level. So well, I, I mean, yeah. let's be honest. <laughs> My people are not buying tickets to show up and watch me sing as if I'm <laughs> fucking Mariah Carey. Like, I know exactly what this is. I'm on a reality TV show. You guys and myself are bonded. I want to interact. Mm -hmm. So with all of that fun stuff about what the show is going to be like, let's announce some dates. Let's announce some cities. You can find the dates. Follow me on Instagram. If you don't follow me on the gram, what are you doing? <laughs> we are going to Fort Lauderdale, Clearwater, Orlando, Atlanta, Nashville, New Orleans, Houston, Austin, and Dallas. And you guys, we have added shows. <gasps> We've added shows. Obviously, Nashville is new. Woo -woo! And we have added Irvine, California. California, thank goodness. So many people were like, WTF, mate? You're not <laughs> doing any dates in California? And I said, fuck it, YOLO. We're, <laughs> stopping to, we're stopping in at Irvine Improv. That's awesome. I'm so excited. Oh, my God. It's, it's going to be so much fun. You are going to kill it. And I think everyone should be super pumped. Yes. Yeah, so tickets are on sale now at GiveThemLive.com. And just so you know, if you have already purchased a ticket, like when we were originally going to do it, your ticket is still valid. I repeat, if you <laughs> bought a ticket for the prior tour that we were going to do, your ticket is still valid and I cannot wait to see you. Woohoo! I know. Super fun. So then I know I asked you about your past week and then we just sort of popped into the Tour news, so exciting, but I want to go back to that. So tell me, how's your past week been? How are you feeling? You know, last week's podcast, I think, hit home for a lot of people. I got an outpour of just like love, support, and also people who relate, which is huge because yeah. I need those people because sometimes I feel like I'm on an island by myself. Mm -hmm. And like I said, I, f I find things out daily. And if he whose name I shall not say... <laughs> knew what I know, mm -hmm. he would be shitting bricks. Mm. Yeah. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. <laughs> but you know what? Hmm. This ain't Vanderpump Rules. No, it's not. So I have zipped lips mm -hmm. for now. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. Take care of O. She's going into her first Christmas. Mm. She's going to see a lot of Santa Claus because who doesn't love Santa Claus? We love Santa. Even now, I still think Santa is real. Santa is real. Santa, what are you talking about? Santa's fucking real. <laughs> so real. Yes. Like when I hear the song by Alabama, they have a Christmas album. If you haven't heard their Christmas album, like this will hear the Christmas bear. Oh my. I've never <laughs> heard it's so that. good and Ocean loves it. Oh. There's a song on that album that talks about, oh, Santa Claus, <laughs> I still believe in you. And I'm like, I do. <laughs> That it's the good. best Christmas album. I'm telling you what. I grew up listening to it in my dad's uh, my dad's candy apple red Toyota Aww. Tacoma. Oh, my God. So even though maybe she might not like know that cookies are being set out, are you still going to do that? Yes. Aww. Of course. That's cute. And she's very into 
not reading. Mm-hmm. I mean, she holds a book like yeah. she's reading. It's and she listens when you read to her. So I'm going to write the note and everything and read it to her. That's so cute. I just got goosebumps. So cute, right? Oh, my God. I'm going to set out a little milk in a bottle. Oh, <laughs> Santa's going to have a bottle. <laughs> Santa's going to have a bubba. Love it. Yeah, so I, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good in this moment. I'm excited just about the day and the holiday coming up. Mm-hmm. Do you watch Real Housewives of Orange County? I haven't yet. You haven't season, watched it. But I've it's seen okay. some clips and I know that there are like new characters. Why? Fill me in on some. Okay, tea. so last season, OC got a little weird for me, but every show has growing pains. It's not going to be yeah. a hit every single time, mm-hmm. you know? So I, I roll with the punches of shows. Like, yeah. even if you have one like okay season, like I'm still ride or die for you. I'm going to watch and I'm going to tune in next season. Right. This season is fantastic. Okay. It's episode three. I believe there's a new episode on tonight. But last week's episode, there's this stunning woman named Noella. Okay. And in this episode, she gets served divorce papers with no warning. No warning at all. Credit cards, all types of funds done. She doesn't have access to anything. In her interview, she talks about how she has no line of credit. She has no access to money. And I was shaking in my boots. Wow. I don't think people realize, women, Mm -hmm. how important it is, no matter who you are with, to have your ducks in a row financially. Mm -hmm. You may never have to use your funds for a rainy day. Yeah. But God forbid you have to. Mm-hmm. It ha- You have to have your own money. Yes. And I learned this from my mom. She learned it from her mom. Mm-hmm. I never combined funds with he whose name we shall not mention. Mm-hmm. I always had my own credit card. Always had my own bank account. Mm-hmm. Contrary to what people may think, I never had access to anything he had. Mm. Never. Really? Never. Wow. Yeah. And thank God, because I'll tell you what, I I was the type of person where I would, thinking about in my relationship, not now, back then, mm-hmm. I was like, I'll, I will be one of those who never has to use this. Yeah. The fact that when shit hit the fan, I was able to, no questions asked, mm-hmm. leave the car behind, leave the house behind, don't need the fucking insurance. I mean, I... I feel so blessed that my mom instilled that in me. So if people get anything from this podcast, I don't care if you're in the happiest relationship in the entire world. Mm -hmm. Get your own funds immediately. She said it. She said what she said. She said what she (laughs) said. No, it. Yeah. My heart broke for her. That's heartbreaking. But so, yeah, absolutely. So smart. There's nothing more... There's probably nothing more painful and feeling like a prison than not being able to leave something that you know you need to leave because you're like, I, I, I can't. I can't survive out there. Right. I'm extremely passionate about this topic at this time. Yeah. Yeah, I can tell. Yes. You're really, and that's incredible because, I, yeah. Thank you. I never want to see a, a woman or a mother stuck. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Again, if you've learned, if you learn nothing else from this podcast today, mm-hmm. 
hurrah and be smart that way. Because mm-hmm. I've always said like money doesn't mean much. Money comes and goes. But God forbid one day you, you have to get the fuck out. Mm-hmm. I want you to be able to get the fuck out. So I have two game changers to share with you when it comes to upping your glam game. I am totally obsessed with Impress No Glue Mannies and Impress Press On False Eyelashes because I'm very into just easy right now and anyone can do it. You are going to love them just as much as I do. Both require zero glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes. There's also no annoying dry time. And the best part zero mess one step and you're done the lash style options are endless and there are so many on-trend nails to choose from impress no glue manis and press on falsies are the easiest and fastest way to upgrade your look in just minutes the press on falsies have a unique under lash application for a totally seamless look and are made with an exclusive self-stick technology that keeps them secure for up to 24 hours The Impress Mannies have a patented super hold adhesive for up to seven days secure hold. And that's perfect for all of you busy mamas out there who don't have a lot of time to spend on glam but want to look your best. I completely get it. Impress No Glue Mannies and Impress No Glue Press on Falsies are absolutely a beauty must. You need to try them right now. So get yours today at impressbeauty.com slash lala. And use code LALA at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. That's impressbeauty.com slash LALA and use code LALA at checkout for 25% off. Okay, I really hope my mom Lisa is not listening to this episode because I'm about to tell you what I got her for Mama's Day. It is her very own original song. She is going to flip. Song Finch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, it's personal, and it lasts forever. I went to songfinch.com. It asked me to pick a genre, and my mom loves country, so I picked country for Lisa. It asked me to describe what I love about her and to share some memories, so I said she's an amazing Gigi to Ocean, and she's such a force as a mother. I can't imagine my life today without her. And then I chose to be matched up with an artist and Song Finch gave me a few to choose from. I could see pictures of them and also hear a sample of their music. So I picked this amazing acoustic artist from Nashville with an unbelievable voice. I can't wait to hear this song he creates. So whether your song is for Mother's Day, a birthday, an upcoming graduation or wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care. Start your song right now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. For a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song for free so you and the lucky person you gift it to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash lala and start your song. Again, my URL is songfinch.com slash lala. Don't forget to share your song with us too. That's songfinch.com slash Lala. Do we have any voicemails, Jess? Yes, we do. Okay, let's do this one. Hi, Lala. I just want to say that you are definitely one of my role models. I have journeyed into the life of sobriety, and I really look to you to keep pushing forward within myself to stay sober. So I just want to say thank you for that. My question is that I just wanted to know how you can communicate 
well with a partner. I find it really difficult sometimes with me and my partner. Uh, when we get into arguments, it seems like I'm talking to a wall. And I just was wondering if you have any advice on that, how to communicate better. Um, but, yeah, thank you so much. My name is Natalie, and I hope you have a great day and love your podcast. Bye-bye. Oh, Natalie, communicating well with a partner. Before we deep dive into that, congratulations on your sobriety. I There are so many people who come to me asking, like, how how did you get sober? I'm struggling with this. And it's a tough road to pick. And I almost wish I could, like, have the crystal ball to show people what their future holds once they get sober because if they could see it they would get sober immediately no questions asked right not to say you're not going to hit bumps in the road i mean life happens still just Mm -hmm. because you get sober doesn't mean you're like have lollipops in your mouth all day and it's like rainbows every day (laughs) you know like shit happens but you're able to deal with it so congratulations keep it up it's so worth it We're bonded for life over that. Communicating with a partner, you feel like you're talking to a wall. That is, I mean, you're talking to someone who I felt communication was everything. And I literally felt like our communication was on point. I think when you start seeing signs like you're talking to a wall, I think there's a much bigger picture to start looking at. Mm -hmm. What, What else, when you say things, what is your partner's rebuttal. Because there are certain things that some people, characteristics that people have, and they are signs of many things. One could be narcissism. That to me, see, I'm, I'm in, like I'm trying to remember how to communicate, but you also have to remember my, my relationship was just based on lies. So to talk about communication, I mean, I feel like both parties have to be open, willing to listen, and most importantly, be honest. If you're not seeing that in your partner, do not hesitate. Get the fuck out. I mean, I am not playing anymore. And who knows, down the line, I could find a great partner in like all of the ways that I feel now could be remedied. I could work through them. But I just feel like Everyone says relationships are a lot of work, and they are. But communicating with your partner shouldn't be a lot of work. Mm. That's great advice. Wow. If you love someone and you're committed to them, Mm -hmm. you should be able to sit down and hear them. And yes, you may raise your voice. You may yell, kick, and scream. But if when you're sharing your feelings with someone and you feel like you're talking to a wall, goodbye. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm out. Look for those things if you're in a relationship. Look for characteristics so that you can see what type of person it is that you're dealing with. Because we live in a different day and age. There's things popping up online. We're watching TV. We're scrolling the internet. Like, our brains are not the way... Our brains don't work the way our mom and dads do or their parents' mm-hmm. minds work. It's just different. My advice is if something is not working and you don't see change, get the fuck out. And you don't see change. That's a good key point. Because I know a lot of relationships, they're like, you know, this isn't working. I feel disconnected. I have friends and family who have gone through that. What's going on? But then there's work, there's therapy, and then there's change. 
But so I think the key is what you said, you know, if something isn't working, you don't see change. Bye. Yeah. Communication and honesty. Mm-hmm. See, my in my old relationship, communication, I felt was on point. The honesty. Mm. The honesty. See, now looking back, did you, is there anything, because you, you're saying the honesty now, but you didn't know the honesty Red was off then. Red flags everywhere. Okay. Now oh that's my good God. to know. Red flags. Oh my God. Okay. Every piece to the puzzle mm-hmm. fits flawlessly. Yeah. And at the time, what did you just ignore them? Because you're like, eh, they don't make sense. I just felt that he was so intertwined in my life. Mm-hmm. And I thought he was so down for me. Anytime we would fight, he's blowing up my mom. He's blowing up my brother. He's blowing up every single person to make it right. Mm-hmm. I just felt that there was, that he was so down for me. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought he makes stupid decisions. I definitely didn't think that he was doing what he was doing. No. Yeah. I would have been gone a long time ago. Mm-hmm. I, would, I honestly, with what I know now, mm-hmm. We wouldn't have even made it into a relationship at all. Wow. It would have ended as quickly as we met. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's the part I struggle with a lot. Yeah. Sitting here being like, it's one thing to make me feel safe, secure, whatever, but to make me feel so secure that I'm willing to start a family with you. Mm-hmm. Now that's sick. Yeah. But you just, I know everyone says this. And people are messaging you this. You just have to keep going back to ocean. I got ocean, you know? Yeah. No, the best thing that's ever happened to me in my life. Yeah. And there will be a day where this podcast doesn't consist of, of he who we shall not mention or whatever right. they call of him. Of course. There will be a day. But the podcast right now is, is about bonding, inspiring, and making us feel like we're not alone. And even though I'm hoping to help my listeners. Mm-hmm. My listeners are also helping me. Yeah. Because I sit here and I feel like I'm talking about it. And I'm like, they're, they're sick of this. But, you know, I'm trying to process five and a half years, a little over, of just not being real. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at my baby and I'm like, how could something so perfect come from something that I feel is so disgusting and dirty and dark and something that represents nothing that I represent. Yeah. Yeah. The value system of that Mm -hmm. does not align with what I represent, how I was raised. That is so difficult for me to deal with on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. But just being an outsider and hearing what you say, I mean, something so beautiful coming from something so dark can be applied to so many things in life and give so many people hope because you might be somewhere where you're like this I am in such a dark place how will it ever get better but I think listening to you it's like well something so perfect came from something so dark and Lala's life there's got to be something better on the other side of this there will be yeah there will be for all of us and you know I don't feel like I need to share everything that I know at this point in time Mm -hmm. because I I know the universe reveals people's truths period Mm -hmm. I have to trust in that Jess yeah 
because I sit here sometimes and I'm like, how, 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 how the fuck Mm -hmm. is this my life? Mm -hmm. My constant concern is worrying about my baby making money and Mm -hmm. working and trying to keep my head above water. Mm -hmm. And I have to remember it had nothing to do with me. Exactly. Nothing. Nothing to do with me. And I want other people to realize this when they go through something like what I'm going through. It had nothing to do with you. This is all them. Yes. Exactly. That most likely your partner who did you dirty Mm -hmm. hates themselves so fucking much that they will reach for anybody to make them feel like they're not repulsive. Yeah. And that's a sad life to live. You might feel broken now, but guess what? You're going to get through this and everybody knows that and you are going to We're soar. all going to get through it. We're all going to get through it and it's going to be unfortunate because some people might, you know, you'll as you're soaring, some people are just going to be staying right where they are or that's my mission in life. Crashing and burning. <laughs> Who knows? Who the fuck knows what the future holds? Yeah. But I will say, I am a girl's girl. Mm-hmm. Strong, smart, empowered women. That's who I, that's the only, that's the only type of person I want to surround myself with right now. If you can't offer me that, yeah. then I can't offer you anything. I love that. Next question. (laughs) Dude, I just got way deep on that. Okay. Okay. Hey, Lala. My name is Morgan. I've been a huge fan of yours for about six years now, which is just insane to think about. Um, But I was just wondering if you could share some advice on how you found, you know, what you're good at and um, what you're really passionate about. I was wondering if you always wanted to be in the roles and positions you're in now, and how did you figure out what you wanted? Thank you so much, and I love you. I'm so proud of you. getting through these times being a new mom and everything you're just killing it so thanks Lala Morgan thank you my love you know I with what I wanted to do I knew at such a young age Jess did you yes Morgan I knew at such a young age yeah seven years old I knew I wanted to be in entertainment and there was nothing else that I wanted to do at all wow the first time I moved to L.A., I was 19, and when I lasted about four months, I was like, well, I guess I could be, like, a psychologist or something. It's <laughs> <laughs> so, like, moved home, went to community college, and I was like, fuck this. <laughs> yeah. I'm going back to L.A., and, like, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I did it differently than I thought I would be doing it. You <laughs> know, I thought I was going to be um, on the big screen yeah. at the Oscars. That's okay, though. God had a different plan for me. There's still time. (laughs) There's still time. And it's so funny to ask, like, how did you know what you were good at? I don't even necessarily know if I'm good at what I do. But in my mind, I'm like, I'm the best at what I do. No one can tell me otherwise. Yeah. And some people would say, like, oh, this bitch is cocky, conceited bitch. (laughs) But you have to feel that way about yourself in this line of work because people will eat you alive. Oh, I'm, do you believe you did a little bit or a lot of faking it until you make it? Do you believe in that? I faked it until I made it most of my life really? up until probably, I want to say, 
once I turned like 26 mm-hmm. is when I started feeling myself a bit. It was like, okay, I feel comfortable in my skin. Things that I used to pick at and think like this is, I don't like this about myself. It was like, get over it. <laughs> things you cannot yeah. change. Get over it. Yeah. So, yeah, I feel like I faked it until I made it. I walked on onto Vanderpump Rules Mm-hmm. so insecure and everyone thought I was the most confident person in the world but it's like if I don't act this way this group of people will send me packing back to Utah yeah. and that can't happen because I don't like college <laughs> <laughs> that's my only option if I go back there oh my god I love that you know I was too yeah. old to be modeling Maggie Sotero prom dresses <laughs> oh my god so yeah yes fake it until you make it what well, was there because you said You've known your passion and what you wanted to do since seven years old. Do you remember a specific moment, and maybe you don't, but where you, I don't know if you were watching a movie or or you saw someone and you're like, oh, this is a job. This is what I want. This is what I want to do. Yeah. Every time I turned on the TV, most kids would be watching Disney Channel thinking like, oh, it's a fun TV show. And I was looking at them like, these are actors (gasps) playing pretend and I want to do that really yeah like I never looked at them like and I liked everything that came along with it I remember being in elementary school watching tv feeling like a lazy fuck like how are you just sitting on your ass right now should be out doing something and it's like well you can't go get a job at the age of six you know oh but I'm like these kids are acting making money doing what they love like I want to do that unfortunately I didn't have a stage mom yeah which might have been a good thing that's probably a good thing, but also incredible at that time you thought that because little six-year-old me was like, look at this uh, Hannah Montana. I don't, I don't know who yeah, I was watching, but like, it was. this is actually her. There, it, w- it didn't cross my mind these were actors. No way. When yeah. I was watching, I don't know why. I like Maybe not until I was like 10, and then I was like, oh, I get it. This is not... Oh, God, that's probably way too old to be realizing that. Whatever. <laughs> but I don't ever remember. That's, that is unique. Because I do not ever remember watching TV or movies and thinking it all like, oh, look at these kids. They're acting. I just enjoyed it. I was that lazy girl on the couch being like, I need yeah, to chill. I hope that Ocean's like you. Really? Like, it would break my heart if she told me that she was, that's the way she was thinking. The way really? I was, I pray to God she doesn't think the way I think. Really? I don't feel like it was a healthy way to be thinking for a child. My mind was, yeah. t- was, t- was very... It was too complex yeah. to manage at at such a young age. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Very mature. Well, it's like intelligent people. A lot of intelligent people, very intelligent, super high IQs say, oh, no, I wish I was not this intelligent because it's hard to live life every day. I'm You're, not as smart. as I can't. No, I don't but, even know what my IQ is. But, but I, <laughs> you know. It, but being an, an intelligent child and processing things differently, that is... I'm sure was a burden, but also special. Yeah. Well, yeah. It, it taught me to grow up and I knew exactly what I wanted. So it yeah. was, it, it later in life became a blessing. Yes. You know? Yes. But when I see kids that think the way I think. Yeah. Like I feel sad for them. Oh. Like you have your whole life to be thinking that yes. way. Like yes. just go throw the baseball around. Just you know, my friends, around. my friend's little boy has so much anxiety. He worries if he throws the ball wrong when he plays you know, his little baseball games. And I'm like, I so get it. You do. Yes. It's anxiety about tests, going to school. It's like, 
if you fail the freaking test, who gives a shit? No one's gonna be like, well, in the seventh grade, <laughs> or no, he's not even in the seventh, he's seven. So whatever that is, yeah. first grade. No one's gonna be like, well, we'd love to welcome you to Harvard, but yeah. <laughs> in the first grade, you failed your math test. Like, no. Yeah. Just be a kid. Yeah. We'll work on it. You're, as long oh. as you tried, as long as you tried your best, I watched you study. Yeah. You just didn't understand it. Let's let's understand it so that the next test you do better. How lucky is Ocean, you guys? I don't know. So because this is the last podcast episode before the new year, I want us to deep dive into Christmas traditions, even New Year's traditions. So when we come back, I'm going to share some of mine. Jess is going to share some of hers. It's going to be all things Christmassy. My favorite Christmas my favorite topic besides Thanksgiving. We'll be right back. (laughs) Zero dollar delivery fees. I bet that made you listen. Yes, I said zero dollar delivery fees. That's what you get when you dash pass by DoorDash. And if you don't know what dash pass is, I'm about to change your world. Dash Pass is an exclusive membership that gets you unlimited $0 delivery fees on eligible orders along with members only deals and discounts. Dash Pass is the most affordable way to get food from your favorite restaurants or groceries or whatever else you need delivered right to your front door. Dash Pass basically pays for itself in two orders on average. Plus, Dash Pass gives you special access to exclusive promotions and menu items, all for just $9.99 per month. Get more from delivery for less with Dash Pass, $0 delivery fees, and reduced service fees on eligible DoorDash orders. Sign up for Dash Pass today and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. You guys, it is finally shorts and t-shirt weather. My favorite kind of weather. Time to put the jackets and sweaters in the back of the closet where they belong. And if you're like me, I know you want to update your look for the summer, but you don't want to break the bank in the process. That's where Quince comes in. Thanks to Quince, I've got a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking so chic all summer long. Quince has premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts starting at just $30. And this is my favorite part. All Quince items are 50 to 80% less than many similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts the cost of the middleman and passes all those savings on to us. I am wearing my Quince cashmere tee again today, and I have no shame. I got the cream color. It's so soft. It's so comfy. So chic. Almost as soft as the Quince waffle towels that I got to put in Palm Springs. We all are obsessed with those towels. So get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash Lala for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Lala to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Lala. We are back. Can I make you refer to me as Mrs. Claus for the rest of the fucking episode? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Mrs. Claus. Absolutely. You know, I always feel, I've always felt this way. I used to be really, when I thought... Oh, I hope no one's kids are listening. If your kids are listening, just turn down this part. (laughs) 
If your kids are listening up to this point. Uh, the, right. <laughs> Don't let them listen at all. But let's just say you're one of those. You're like, quote unquote, you're a cool mom. Yeah. You know, just I don't want to burst their bubble. Mm-hmm. When I thought Santa Claus was real, I was always so jealous of Mrs. Claus. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> That's so cute. I just thought like, oh my she God. gets to live at the North Pole and it's cozy and she's always in like a robe. <laughs> <laughs> Lala, you're living out your dream <laughs> in the robe. The robe aspect you've got covered. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> Jessica arrives every morning and I'm still in my gray robe. The gray robe is iconic at this point. It's a fucking vibe. It's such a vibe. It's just my natural habitat. When I see that gray robe on Lala, I'm like, it's going to be a good day. (laughs) (laughs) So every day. No, I was just so jealous of her because I and I knew she was a great cook. Yeah. And I knew that there was a fireplace in every part of her house. So many fireplaces. And I was like, she gets to see all of the toys that are being made. Oh, that's so cute. When did you stop? Believing in Santa, Mrs. Claus. Oh, that's a really sad story. Oh, no. Tell I us. was kind of young. I think it was in the third grade. Is that young? Third grade to Nine? stop believing? What is that? No, no that's not. <laughs> I was like 12. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> well, I wish I believed a little longer, but yeah. I, I used to go to my grandma's house every Monday after school. Mm-hmm. And like there were talks about Santa, but. I'm going to be honest, like I always, people that question if Santa Claus was real, I always was like, there's no way Santa Claus isn't real because I literally get everything that I want. Right. Like I put it on my list and it appears. (laughs) (laughs) And like, I don't even tell mom and dad. I put it on my list. They, there's no way they look at it. Right. It goes right to Santa. No, I sent it to the North Pole. (laughs) All right. (laughs) And... But there were like talks, right? So I go to my grandma's house. I literally remember it. There was so much snow. It was getting dark because it gets dark early when winter time hits. And I was just curious. Okay. I was looking out the front window, all the snow. And I asked my grandmother, is Santa Claus real? And she looked me <laughs> dead in my fucking eyes <laughs> and said, Lauren, Santa Claus is not real. Oh, are you kidding me? <laughs> and I oh. was devastated. Oh my God. Keeping it real, Grandma. <laughs> like, and that's when my dad was like, How could you tell Lauren that Santa Claus isn't real? And she was like, yeah. She asked me, and we have to be honest. That's actually really beautiful, but also so sad. No, my dad's for you. like, She's nine. <laughs> you lie. Okay. And for me, like, it was never about the... I See, I was one of those kids where mm. I I always got the feels during Christmas time because I was like, mm. it's Jesus's birthday. And, like, I think oh. people are... When I start talking about God, here's the thing. Yeah. I don't care what religion you are. I don't like to talk about religion or mm. my belief system. Right now, I'm relying a lot on my belief system. Mm-hmm. So I'm talking about it more. But I was definitely raised going to a non-denominational Christian church. Mm -hmm. I was raised much more spiritual rather than here's the Bible and this is, this is what we abide by. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. But 
I just always got the feels, you know? Yeah. And Christmas time in, in Utah with the snow and there's like nativity scenes everywhere. And I just like couldn't help every Christmas but feel like the spirit is with me. <laughs> Amen, sister. Amen. <laughs> you know? Yes. Like all the Christmas songs. One on, on Alabama Christmas. Oh. It's called Joseph and Mary's Boy. Can we hear a and sample? I, the preacher said last Sunday it oh was Joseph and Mary's boy. And I like literally would yes. sob in the back of my oh. mom's car because I just felt the the spirit. Oh, you felt the feel. Yeah. So it was like the, the presents were the bonus for right. me. You right. know? Yes. Like when kids talk. I mean, obviously, I'm a kid. I want my Barbie doll that I asked for. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But it was the whole time of year. You know, and yeah. we'd go and see the temple lights. We weren't Mormon. Okay. But the temple lights in Salt Lake City are absolutely stunning. Really? The temple grounds during Christmas, it's like a whole... If you have not seen them, mm -hmm. I totally recommend going just to see them. I mean, mm -hmm. it's spectacular. Aww. And there's this giant window and they have... And by the way, we're not, I, I don't want anyone to be turned off by this episode. I'm just talking about my, the way I grew up with Christmas. Yes. If you, if you celebrate Christmas, but you're Jewish yeah. or any other religion, love it. Any holiday, any Every religion. Every holiday you want to celebrate, you do you, boo. Yes. I'm with it. If you're, if you're feeling something mm -hmm. and you rely on a higher power that may be different from mine, doesn't matter. Right. Respect. Love it. But I always remember this window when we would go and see the lights and there was a, this statue of, of Jesus. Yeah. And the way the light would shine on him, I just, I like, oh. and I was a small kid. But would I remember you just those get like so emotional. emotional. Oh. Beyond. That's so beautiful. That's why I tell people it doesn't matter what your higher power is or what your religion is. If mm -hmm. you speak about your religion or you read something, and you get those chills and you feel something. Yeah. Stick with that. I love that. I love that. That's what it's all about. So then you, was that a tradition? I'd love to hear some of your, yes. did you go to the, the temple lights? Is that what they're called? They're called the temple lights. And okay. we would plan it with my entire family. Okay. My immediate family, my dad's brothers, sisters, all of their kids. We'd meet at grandma's house. Mm -hmm. We would have dinner downtown. Then we'd all get our little hot chocolates. We'd walk mm. over to the temple grounds and look at the lights and you'd be all cozy, even though it would be frigid, frigid outside freezing. Yes. and freezing. And it was just like downtown Salt Lake during Christmas. You, it just doesn't get any better. That's You so feel like beautiful. you're in a Christmas movie. That's so beautiful. Now, would, was this Christmas Eve? Was this like a Christmas Eve tradition where you'd go and look at the lights or just around Christmas time? Around Christmas time. Okay. And then we always did the same dinner on Christmas Eve with my dad's brother and his kids. Okay. And that was always fun. And then we'd go back to my uncle's house and mm. decorate our little like gingerbread, gingerbread houses. Aww. Yeah. And we would talk about Santa's <gasps> coming. And, you know, like my dad did the whole thing of like, putting on the news santa's on his way we got to get home there's this you know the Stop. sleigh look there he is and it was just like such a freaking vibe i so want fun. ocean to grow up with christmases like that oh absolutely so then would you spend the night at your uncle's and would santa come to your uncle no we, okay, would, we go would go home. home we'd do our thing the next day it was like we'd go to grandma's house with yeah. the whole family again and mm -hmm. it just for me 
family was like the ultimate of everything like christmas bingo we would play and that's yeah. when you know if you won you would get this gift because you were your last your last chip on the bingo the gotcha bingo was blue and this gift has the blue tags oh. so here you go like it was just fantastic i want to play that game now we yeah. all should play that game now. oh my god that sounds so fun and now it's giving me more insight into why quality time means so much to you because this is like all just quality yeah. it's like quality time with your family and it's always oh always in the morning on christmas morning would it be just you your mom your dad your brother or you yes. have more okay no it was always my older brother is much older so he mm -hmm. i remember being very young and he would be there mm -hmm. but i remember my dad would we would sit Issa and i would sit on the top of the stairs mm-hmm we weren't allowed to come down because my mom had to make sure that everything was good. And oh. so I'm still thinking Santa Claus is real, okay? <laughs> my mom and dad had to make sure everything was good and we would waltz on down. We would put the cookies and the milk in the little letter yeah. in the, in the uh, what is it called? The living room. I okay. don't know that people still have living rooms. Yeah. It's like a formal living room. Yeah. And we would read it. And I'm telling you, Christmas at my house. Yeah. There's no way you would think Santa wasn't real. Really? You wouldn't. Would there be bites out of the cookie? Bites out of the cookie. My dad took little raisins. It looked like they pooped. He oh. took big <laughs> boots. Huge, huge boots. Stop. To make it look like Santa had walked. Oh, my God. Yeah. Carrots. Carrots. We left carrots outside, too. For the reindeer. Yep. Would they eat. eat them? Yep. My dad would eat them. <laughs> <laughs> I meant the reindeer, but she just spoiled it for all of us. <laughs> My dad would eat them. <laughs> Spit them on the ground outside. Stop. So it looked like. Oh, That's yeah. so beautiful. Is there a certain gift that you remember when you're, you were a child where you were just like floored? Like, I feel like all kids have maybe this one special gift that sticks in their memory. Do you have that? I have two of those. Okay. One was a hockey table. Oh, like, like air, air hockey? hockey? Air hockey Love table. That. Okay. The other one was I wanted this baby doll crib from FAO Schwartz okay. that I got. And I was just so beside myself. I was like over the moon that I got it. Really? Those two things I remember. I did start to question Santa when one year I asked for a Hummer. <laughs> <laughs> like a, a Hummer car. Yeah, like the big things they drive. Like, like the real, not like a remote No, control. like a Hummer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No Hummer. I didn't get it. How old were you? Young. She's like, like twelve, in the second grade. <laughs> my because my friend's brother yeah. got a Hummer. Yeah, and I was like, I want, that. I want one. <laughs> Santa come through. <laughs> like oh. I was every little box. I was like, there's keys in there. I bet. Stop. Yeah. And you, my dad was like, he's not gonna bring <laughs> a seven year old a car. And I was like, that makes sense. You're right. Oh my, that's the funniest thing ever. Little seven year old Lala, like I know there's a Hummer somewhere. Right, because Santa's real, and if you want a Hummer, you get one. Oh, my God. What, what are your holiday traditions? Holiday traditions. You, you have a lot of siblings. I do. I, there's four. Four okay. siblings. Well, there's five of us. My oldest brother is 33. Oh, God. Jason, I'm sorry. 33 or 34. That's your oldest brother? Yes. And my youngest is 18. Mr. Bob's, Danny. Love him to death. Love um, Danny. Love him. But um, so, yeah, huge family. I come from a very religious family, but I am love them because they're very open. Like I have the most fabulous little brother in the world. 
he wouldn't mind me saying this. He came out to my family like last year and he's just, my family's very accepting. I feel like when I say religious, people are like, oh, you know, a little maybe turned off. off. Yeah. They're amazing. They're very accepting. Wonderful. Um, But I say that to say we go to Christmas mass. It's just a tradition. Okay. So it used to be midnight mass until I started falling asleep and snoring so loud that it would embarrass my whole family. And they're like, we're not doing this. No more midnight mass. So (laughs) it's like either Christmas Eve at like 5 p.m. or we'll go to Christmas morning mass. It's cute. It's beautiful. I love it. Yeah, it's really sweet. So that's a tradition. Um, The when we would wake up, my siblings and I would wake up at like 3 a.m. But wow. there was, yeah, there was a rule. My parents were like, nothing, do not wake us up before 6 a.m. We know Santa came. They would, my parents, now I know, they would stay up Christmas Eve and drink together and wrap all the gifts. That sounds that awesome. Night. They would just, get, it was like there, when we were older, we found out, my mom and dad were like, it was the most fun because we would just have all this wine and it'd be us and we'd be wrapping the gifts terribly by the end. It was just like, but anyway, so I they, wish the listeners could see my face because I can't stop smiling. Like, I'm like, she's like, oh, yeah, so great. <laughs> so they would have just gone to bed at like one to two thirty, and we would have got gotten up around three three thirty. We weren't allowed to wake them up until six. We would six a.m. Yeah, they would like. Oh hell no! They were tired all day, and we were always just like, you know, that was just. But you know, my mom would make a big Christmas breakfast. We'd wake up. My dad would come out. We'd have to wait for my mom to make our coffee, put on the Christmas music, light candles, and then my dad would hand out gifts one by one. So we'd be like, to Jessica, from Santa, to Jason, and we'd have to watch everyone and like be excited for them. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. there was a learning experience there was. as well. Be we'd happy be like, for others. Yes. Be patient. Exactly. And I love to, like, that. Appreciate it. But um, yeah, that was our thing. I'm going home for Christmas this year for the I'm first. I'm so jealous because it's going to be snowy there, huh? I hope so. The past few years, upstate New York, you guys, it hasn't been snowy on Christmas. But um, going home this year for actual Christmas for the first time in like years. No way. Yeah, it's been like four years. Wow. Yeah. So I'm really excited. I'm going with Kyle, and we just yeah we spend Christmas um, day at my grandma's. And, you know, this year she's had some health problems. So it's just so important that we spend it with her. Yeah. And it's going to be really sweet. And yeah. So then where did you usually spend Christmas? Christmas went. Oh, so. If you didn't go home the past four years. Like last year, I spent it with Kyle. It was just the two of us. We went. Where did we? We just spent it here. We woke up together, opened presents the year before. Same thing. So I would spend actual, I've been with Kyle for like five years. So we would spend actual Christmas together, but then I would go home like a week later and he would go either to his mom's or his dad's. Okay. So we would do that and we like buy presents for each other, wrap them, do all that. Um, And then we would go home later. So I would always be home for quote unquote Christmas, but maybe not until January or something. This is like waking up with the family haven't done it in a couple of years. It's been like so three jealous. to four years. Yeah. You know, I I was always hoping that my Christmas traditions would carry on through like when I have kids and yeah. all of all of that. But I don't have a huge family. Like my immediate family is not huge. big. Yeah. You know, I have Easton. Mm-hmm. Easton's not married, doesn't have kids. Mm-hmm. We lost my dad. Yeah. My older brother is from a different mama. So he kind of goes and does his thing over there. And, you know, I've lived in L.A. for eight years. Yeah. 
And I haven't been home for Christmas in probably around the same amount of time that around five years is how long it's been since I've gone home for Christmas. How do you feel about that? I hate it. Yeah. You know, I'm not yeah. from L.A. I, right. I love it here, but like it doesn't feel like Christmas. Yeah. Walk outside. It's freaking no. sunny. Yeah. They like try to make it Christmassy by throwing up lights, but it's like, yeah, no. Yeah. And like fake snow that smells like soap. So I think it's soap. But <laughs> I think I'm pretty sure it's soap. Well, it's like Christmas lights don't belong in a palm tree. <laughs> I know. I know. The funniest to me is the palm trees that have the bigger tops. Yeah. So the Christmas and the bigger bottoms and then the the the, the thinner trunk. middle. So it looks like just a, a big giant lit penis. <gasps> and then they don't light like the palms. It's just the trunk. <gasps> Great. It's amazing. Lovely. <laughs> but it snows in Utah, correct? Yes. Uh, so have you had a, every every Christmas in Utah is probably snowy and... Every Christmas, if it's not actually snowing, yeah. there is snow on the ground. It, so it's cold. It's cold. So that, okay, so I feel you there because to me, Christmas needs to be cold. I agree. Yeah. It's cold in LA right now, but the sun is out shining away. It is. Blue skies, palm trees everywhere in sight. Yeah. Do you think, are you planning on maybe, so your ideal Christmas would be spent in Utah. Is that fair to say? Yeah, I think okay. in the future. Yeah. If able, I will go home for Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. But this year, what are you going to do? This year, mm-hmm. my m- mom is here. Mm-hmm. Easton's going to come out. Yay. My older brother and his wife and their two kids are going to come out after Christmas. Okay. Which Fun. will be great. I'm super excited for them to come. Yeah. Hopefully they spend New Year's here. Mm-hmm. And I just want it to be focused on on ocean. Yeah. You know, like I told my my family, no gifts. Right. I don't want anything. I don't need anything. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get you guys anything. Yeah. <laughs> like, no. This year, oh my God, just chill. I know please. that sounds rude, but it's like, no. I just need to remember the importance of things. And like, the the importance of things is actually not the things. Yes. You know, I got Ocean a bunch of stuff. Aww. Yeah. She's the priority. Yeah. Everything under the tree will be for her. Yeah. Everything else, we're giving each other experiences. Yeah. I love that. Are there any, you may have not have not thought about this yet, any traditions you're like, I want to start that? Any new traditions that you're like, I want to do this or or I want to start this with Ocean? I want her to spend Christmas in Utah. Aww. You know, I yeah. want to do the things that I grew up doing. Okay. You know, I want to take her up to Park City. I want to do the sledding and the tubing. And I want to get the hot chocolate. And I want her to be with, you know, my friends that I grew up with. They now have kids. I want her to be Mm -hmm. around them. That's really, there's like no one specific thing that I want to do every year on Christmas with her. However, I want to surround her with the same people. Like every year we go with this family yeah you know yes and something different to look forward to exactly oh that's really sweet that's really and she's never gone i mean oh my god she's never seen snow no she's never seen snow (gasps) oh the first time she sees snow is gonna be so cute i am so excited she already has a snowsuit and sledding i know all of it i'm telling you like i remember going to my junior high that had this big hill yeah we would go with all of my cousins 
get all cozy, oh. go sledding over there. It's just, you know, I, I'm missing that. I'm not from a small town, but I'm from a small city. I'm mm -hmm. missing that small city vibe. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yes. Like out in L.A. right now, it gets dark. Don't go outside. That's true. Don't go outside. Yeah. Doesn't even matter where you live. Do not go outside when the sun goes down. That's true, unfortunately. I did not grow up that way. Oh, my God. No. No. Walking everywhere. Yeah. Calling your friends from the landline, being like, let's walk over <laughs> to Eastwood Elementary and sled. That's You cute. know? Yeah. Was that, did you have an ice skating town Did you or city? Did you guys go ice skating or was that not a thing? Jessica. What? You are out of your damn mind <laughs> if you think that I am strapping razor blades <laughs> to my feet <laughs> and just like going on my merry way. Same with skiing. Everyone asks, are you, Stop. you must be a skier. You're from Utah. It's yeah. like, what part of strapping like a device to your feet <laughs> and flying down a hill sounds safe? Do you know what's crazy, Lala? I want to witness you trying this. I think you'd be an insane snowboarder, and I'm not kidding. That terrifies me. No, I've met snowboarders. I see the good ones. I could see you being such a good snowboarder. I used to have zero fear. Yeah. And now I'm just, I'm like, if I do that, I could break a leg. I yeah. could chip a tooth. Yeah. I could die. Yeah. <laughs> don't need to do it. That's true. I don't know what happened to me. But you sled. You well, go yeah, because I'm sitting down. Yeah, and you can de bail easier. Probably. Nothing strapped to my body, <laughs> you know? That is, I thought for sure you'd be like, Jessica, you're out of your damn mind if you don't think. Uh, if you don't think I go, I don't no, go no, no. skating every day. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want no part of it. My dad took me night skiing in the seventh grade, and I had to be rescued. <laughs> Stop. Did you really? <gasps> yeah. What? Oh, and you want to know what happened? What? My dad was so cute. Why? He put one of my skis on his shoulder. Okay. And then I took the other one off and I sat on it. <laughs> and I went and down. And you there. went. Oh. Yeah. The snowmobile person came to rescue me and my dad was like, she's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Lala? Now that you're putting it, this into the universe, I hate to tell you, you might have an ocean who loves it. Who is like, mom, take me skiing. Take oh, me skiing. Oh, but I would do anything for her. If she's, Aww. but mama may be stuck on the bunny hill for a little longer <laughs> than you might think. That's hilarious. And Lisa, Mama Lisa, yeah. great at it. Really? Oh, yeah. Flying down the hill. My uncle, who lives in Montana, fights fires. Yeah. Black Diamond. What? Yeah. Hell no. What about Easton? Is it just the, the kids? I don't, don't know. Easton's extremely talented at everything. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, I could see that. I could see was, him being a snowboarder. He's, he loves snowboarding. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I'm more of a lodger. Lodger. <laughs> the lodge is nice, though. That's the best. But you, I love like the getting the exercise first and then you're exhausted and then you just like lodge it up with hot cocoa in the fire. Yeah. But when I was drinking, I was exhausted from the drinking. So it was like <laughs> I was just as tired as everyone else. Yeah. Yeah. They've been skiing. I've been drinking. <laughs> time for a nap. You know? Love it. Love but it. I always did like the thought of skiing. Yeah. The thought. Yeah. Thought of skiing sounded awesome. Yeah. And when I would see people and they'd come in and they were, you know, clonking around yeah. in their boots coming in for lunch. I'm like, oh, that does look fun. But still not doing it. Still not doing it because <laughs> there you could die. Yeah. You could. 
It's a small chance, but it's not a chance I'm willing to take. And do you really want to go like that? Doing something you're not crazy. If you were crazy passionate about it, I'd be like, take the chance. You love it. But if you're not passionate about it. No. No. It's not the way I am going out. Are you crazy? No. Have you ever went skydiving? No, but I want to. You do? Yeah. Okay, so she wants to go skydiving, but it she It makes won't go no sense. <laughs> it makes zero sense. I've gone twice. I'll go with you if you want to go. And and what's weird is I said if I'm if something's strapped to me, I feel unsafe. But if I were strapped to somebody, then yeah. I would do it. Interesting. Well, on the note of skydiving, I want to know how you feel going into 2022. What do you hope for your year? Ooh, what a great way to wrap up this last episode before the new yeah. year. I hope in the new year, I'm hoping for resolve. And after that, I'm looking to just be happy. I love that. You know, whatever that means for me. Wherever it, you know, I, I could be placed somewhere that I never thought I'd be placed. Mm -hmm. Doing something I never thought I'd be doing. But if I'm happy, then that's all I really want for this new year. And I feel like that's going to happen for me. I do too. You do? I feel like 2022 is going to be your best year yet i really do i'm excited for it yeah what are your what are your big plans or your i because every time someone asks yeah. what your new year's resolution is i f i feel like some of us make these big plans that mm -hmm. when we don't achieve them you it's know a bummer. You feel, it's a bummer and you just feel like you know it's a letdown yeah you beat yourself up over it yeah so d are your resolutions big and grand I this so year? I, I'm one to make big and grand resolutions, but I love I'm going to take from you because I feel like it's such a peaceful feeling going into 2022 being like, I'm going to focus on being happy. So so that's what it's going to be. I'm going to focus on being happy. I'm going to focus on thriving, working my ass off because I know that we're going to take off. You know what I'm saying? I'm, we're it's going to be our year, Jess. Thrive and thrive. But yeah, I think happiness is key. And since meeting you and working for you, it's really been up there. It's really nice, you guys, to wake up and like look forward to going to work every day and that feel good about it. That makes me so happy. It is really nice. It's great. Because with, you're the first person that I've hired personally. Mm -hmm. And there are two goals. One, to make sure that we get the job done. Mm-hmm. And we excel every single day, mm -hmm. but also that I'm creating a healthy and happy work environment. Mm -hmm. If I can do both of those things, yeah, we're good. Mm -hmm. We're gonna. I'm so excited to see what the Give Them Lala brand does in 2022. Very exciting, and and that's a good thing to take into 2022, listeners. It's not worth it because I've been there working for someone or a company that you're not waking up every day feeling excited about. I would start if, if that's not the case, because Lala's right. You know, you don't realize that until you do work for someone like Lala, who makes it you. A, a happy, healthy environment and focuses on you being mentally happy and just like all of that. So that's this is my little note to you. When I started working for Lala, I realized other toxic working situations I have been in. Um, and it's not worth it. 
wake up being happy to go to work, if you have to start planning and plotting now on how to get out of your current situation that isn't making you happy and work towards something that will, then do it because that's you deserve it for 2022. I love that. On that note, Jess. Yes. You're fucking amazing. Oh, I love you. <laughs> You've been such a bright light in my world and I'm beyond grateful for you. And I know it's been a very strange working environment the past mm-hmm. few months. Um, and I want to thank everyone who's listened to the podcast and sent me amazing dms you've left awesome voicemails i'm so beyond grateful for all of you and i hope that you all go into 2022 and you thrive and you just have all the happiness in the world and that you're healthy and that you're safe and i really adore all of you so um, these are happy grateful (laughs) tears i promise um yeah Merry Christmas, happy holidays, please be safe on New Year's, and we will catch you in 2022. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker, although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was a three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.